You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Watching a sinkhole swallow eight priceless sports cars. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a new broadband network will deliver the internet to 40 million people in Mexico. Virginia's $40 toll road better be the future of driving. By Arian Marshall. There are plenty of reasons for outrage coming out of Washington, D.C. these days, but this week the divided region found a common enemy. The express lanes on Interstate 66 near D.C., previously reserved for vehicles carrying two or more people, opened up to solo travelers. Except those single-occupancy vehicles have to pay a toll, one that fluctuates according to demand. The world watched aghast as tolling prices hit 40 bucks for folks headed into the capital on Tuesday morning. Yes, that's a crazy amount of money. But as the nation struggles to pay for its not-so-great infrastructure and waits on the Trump administration to release a funding plan for our roads, bridges, and transit, this sort of congestion pricing is looking pretty great. The nice thing about congestion charges isn't just that they can encourage people to take public transit, or at least a carpool, but that they make drivers pay for their role in creating traffic and spewing greenhouse gases. Forty bucks is a lot for a toll, but it just might be the fair price for the right to drive by yourself down a majorly busy highway. The scourge we know as traffic costs the American economy about $125 billion to traffic per year, according to traffic analytics company Inrix. Places like London, Norway, Singapore, and Sweden have successfully implemented such schemes. American cities in California, Washington, Colorado, Texas, Minnesota, and elsewhere have used express lanes and congestion charges to alleviate traffic and raise extra money. Okay, back to that $40 charge. Here's how it happened. The express lane scheme that kicked in this week charges solo drivers during rush hour between 5.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. on lanes bound for D.C. and between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. on lanes out of the city. Anyone not driving alone travels free. The price updates every six minutes based on data collected by electronic gantries at the entrances to the lanes. 
more cars, more money. The charges also fluctuate according to how far you're traveling. Travel just a few miles on the nine-mile road and you'll pay less. The Virginia Department of Transportation did not respond to requests for comment, but the agency would probably like me to note here that the $40 price lasted only six minutes before dropping to a slightly less bananas price, and that the average tolls for Monday's eastbound morning and westbound evening commutes were $10.70 and $3.80 respectively. And perhaps most importantly, traffic got better. Travel times in the area dropped by 5 to 20 minutes compared to the same time last year. Those are fine results and a bit of a reprieve in one of the country's most trafficy regions. But transportation policy specialists say you need to give this kind of express lane time to do its work on commuters' brains. In other words, it's too soon to be shocked. Transportation pricing usually takes several months or even years to achieve its full effects, So the current maximum prices are probably two or three times what will occur once everybody becomes familiar with the system, says Todd Littman, executive director of the Victoria Transport Policy Institute in British Columbia. Over the next few months, many travelers will probably change when and how they travel, so the maximum price will probably decline to a few dollars per trip. One of congestion pricing's greatest strengths is convincing drivers to skip trips they don't really need to take or convince them to go at another time. Though the express lane scheme targets commuters, not everyone who travels during those periods is going to work. In fact, some might be taking totally optional trips, grabbing milk, meeting a friend for coffee. The percentages vary by metro area and travel corridor, as do the timing and duration of peak periods, but the data show that about half of peak period trips are for other purposes, says Elizabeth Deakin, who studies regional planning at UC Berkeley and has evaluated congestion tolling in the Bay Area. Eventually, and you'll have to wait a while to see this, congestion pricing can influence where people choose to live. If you don't have to pay for tolls, the big house out in the suburbs with the huge backyard looks like a great option. When it costs $20 in tolls to get to work every day, not so much. If every one of those McMansion abanders drives to work, well, that can make a dent in a traffic jam. Remember, you're not in traffic, you are traffic. Of course, some congestion pricing plans are better than others. Since 2003, drivers entering the heart of London have had to plunk down money for the privilege. Today, it's $15.50 per diem. London does not charge drivers based on how many miles they travel inside the congestion zone, nor do they target the charge by block. You pay just as much to travel on some dinky side alley as the crushing high street. Still, a new analysis from the website Streets Blog estimates traffic in London would be 20% worse today if the city didn't have the charges at all. The Virginia toll isn't perfect either. There aren't always travel alternatives for the area's solo drivers. Carpool scheduling doesn't work for everyone, and the area's metro subway system is undergoing major repairs. The Virginia Department of Transportation is funneling collected tolls to improve bus service, but that'll take some time to be implemented. The other problem with this Virginia toll probably won't make locals happy. It's too nice. Drivers can dodge the express lanes by traveling on other highways or service roads. 
That's just shuffling traffic around, not improving it. VDOT's initial analysis of the first day of tolling found roads around I-66 were not majorly affected by the new toll, but you can expect people to figure out some tricks. Instead of putting a toll on just a few roads, they should put a low toll on all the congested roads, Lippman says. Only then might drivers truly consider the costs of their drive. Too bad making people pay for what was once free is not a winning political proposition. In New York, where the majority of car commuters are higher income and most rely on a fairly competent subway system, charging people to use the roads has been a political lightning rod for decades. This year, despite tepid opposition from the city's mayor, forces have begun to align, and a plan to implement charges in Manhattan is in the works. Do you like traffic, New Yorkers? Do you like sucking smog? Here's an alternative for you. Just prepare for the sticker shock. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this broadband network will change millions of lives in Mexico right now. 40 million people in Mexico do not have access to the Internet. Our company, Altanredes, is building a network that will connect them to the world. Chubb wrote insurance policies that gave the Mexican government, our investors, and partners the confidence they needed to make this happen. They also cover our construction risk, damage to the network, and environmental exposure. For a project this complex, Chubb was the one. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.